When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast has been rated Listener MA. It contains strong language, violence, adult situations, nudity. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Unfiltered Sportscast. I am your host. My name is Scotty German. Alongside me, as usual, I have two excellent stand-up comedians from here in the Wichita area. First, to my left, the 1984 Kingman County T-Ball Defensive Player of the Year Award winner, Mr. Jeremy Joseph. Hi, Scotty. <sighs> that was a lot. Sure was, especially since you've been doing stairs. Yeah. Been working out, trying to build up some cardio. Listening. No, not at all. Fair enough. Not at all. Also, we have another great stand-up comedian here from the Wichita area. We like to call him The Wreck, Mr. Derek Alders. Hey, what's going on, Scotty? Yeah, you know, still out of breath. Yeah, it sure looks like it. I might actually be in better shape than you. Shut the fuck up. Well, guys, this is a big day. Yeah. First guest ever here, and how often do you get to interview your heroes? And this guy (laughs) is a hero to me, to a lot of people like me. Absolute legend in the business. I don't think anybody can deny that. He's worked with some of the best, and, uh, you know... I thought I knew everything about this guy, but turns out he's even got a nickname I didn't even know about. Right. Uh, so hopefully we'll find out more about him. I've got all these questions for him. Uh, <laughs> the caveman, apparently. Uh, legendary comedian Don Rickles. No. What? No. What? No, that's not That's not who we got. Yeah, Don Rickles. No. Who do we got? David Rickles. Da- David the caveman Rickles. Da- David the... Like the most badass Bellator fighter of all time. I think most fights, right? Uh, Scott, it could, yeah. yeah. we need to have a talk real quick. Could you turn his headphones down, please? Okay. Yeah. They, they down. God damn it. Scotty, you booked the wrong fucking guy. <laughs> Just for you. God What the fuck? You, you text me. You said we got Rickles here we on do. the phone. We do. Uh, he's coming in. Yeah. You text me on my cell phone. I paid 10 cents for that fucking text message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And now I look the fucking fool. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> the best <laughs> MMA fighter in from Wichita, I guarantee it. MMA. What MMA? What is that? Mixed martial arts, you know? Mar- martial arts. Like yeah. what? Like karate chops and nunchucks and yeah, shit? that's the shit. Is that, that what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, with the cage involved. So you thought, you tell me we're having a legendary comedian. You get fucking Van Damme from the Kumite. I did He's say that. But anyways, welcome. Be on notice here. Good thing you're going to edit this out, and I'm trusting you to do that because I don't listen to a second of this. So this is on your honor. And so seriously, Scotty, you edit this shit out and be on notice. You're on thin fucking ice. Thin fucking ice. But anyways, welcome. The caveman, David Rickles. How's it going, buddy? What's up? How's it going? It's going, man. Not Look. quite Don Rickles, but you got you got the second best Rickles to ever walk this planet. Uh, oh man, well, how you been? You've been busy. I know it's uh, it's a lot for you to come out here, but we really do appreciate it. So I was like Park City. God damn it! They better be paying my gas to drive up there. I thought I thought about it. 
We'll run you by the gas station on the yes. way home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you use premium. Uh-huh. Scotty's yeah. hand. <laughs> uh, but anyways, man, we we uh, we reached out to you. You were able to come in and and sit down and have a have a chat with us. And obviously, this this show has absolutely no direction whatsoever. So you're kind of going to take this thing over, I think. Sure. From yeah. any question we have, but uh, you just had a fight. It's I been did. it's been about a month, month and a half or so. Uh, against uh, what was it, AJ Matthews? Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting, man. I had to keep everybody on their toes you for should. a second. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no shit. When, when you're when you're planning for an opponent like that, I mean, clearly if they're fighting at that level, you got to have some kind of a plan coming in. You got to study them. Do you got somebody that you work with to help study strategize, or do you just do that all yourself? Or I do a little bit myself. Uh, I got my coach Andy Zerger, who does he he's my striking coach. So okay. the stand up, the kickboxing, the elbows, the knees. Right. He he goes through a game plan with me, kind of gives me an idea of what we want to do. This guy was a uh, AJ Matthews is a real traditional Muay Thai fighter. Okay, right. so he likes to stand up, he likes to kickbox, he's very traditional, so he's kind of predictable. Uh, if he ends with the left hand, he's going to end with the right kick, probably. Sure. So, you know, just uh, those sort of things. Like, so um, we kind of knew what we were getting into. We knew he was going to hit hard. Uh, I did not plan on getting dropped in the first <laughs> 20 seconds of the fight. But uh, as we know, I battled back and got the win. Sure. Uh, whose idea was it to come in and play grab ass with your mouthpiece? <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking nobody's idea. Um, apparently, uh, well... A lot. Some people don't know the story behind this, but uh, my mouthpiece was stolen out of my vehicle. Uh, apparently, if you live on the south side of Wichita, <laughs> shit gets fucking stolen. They don't even have all their teeth. What are they going to use it for? <laughs> what, what's left to protect? <laughs> Dude, here's, here's the weirder part about the story. So they stole. They broke into my car, stole the mouthpiece, some change, and some other shit. Went and broke into another house down the street. And dropped my mouthpiece in that vehicle. No way. No way. That's what fucking happened. So they get a hold of me on Facebook like, hey, we know you broke into my car last night. That's oh, no shit. That's how this fucking went down. So somebody set you up. Basically, <laughs> yes. Do they know like, they do they know they're like coming at a fucking MMA fighter? Right. Like yeah, some, meet me in the parking lot. Some goddamn <laughs> crackhead set me up. You know? I, oh, oh my god. god. I'm gonna be honest with you. This that trick really didn't go as well as I'd planned on it <laughs> to go. I was uh, I was really hoping that that would everybody get the joke on that. <laughs> oh my wow. lord! Yeah, well, the only joke we got was now my uh, uh, mouthpiece is sitting in evidence. Are you <laughs> serious? That's yeah. hilarious. Wow. <laughs> Oh my god! So, so do you have any sponsorships reaching out for, uh, for a mouthpiece? Yeah, actually, Boynton Dentistry actually hit me up. Just that's now. awesome. Um, he got me. He's making me three different mouthpieces. Uh, so yeah, that that's that's cool. Well, so yeah. now okay, I guess I not to go into a whole lot of detail, but I, I played football in in. Uh, college or in, in high school and and uh after college did a little bit of taekwondo so i i've worn mouthpieces and they were all just you put them in hot water you formed them to your teeth is this something a, a little different to where it's like perfectly conformed to your mouth or yeah so um when you're fighting in a fighter's mouthpiece it needs to be able to sit it like i should be able to open my mouth and move my, okay. my jaw like I a should retainer be able to breathe. right and it should stick and stay up there so every time I opened my mouth, it would just plop right out. Uh, so okay. that's what was going on in the fight. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to, you know, bite down. Like, uh, you could hear me talking with the ref a little bit. 
Uh, there was actually even one exchange where it, my uh, mouthpiece fell out, but I started kind of getting after uh, AJ, and I was like, don't fucking, don't stop this right now. Like, I was, yeah, telling, he was, I was telling the referee. Like, you were basically like, bring it the fuck on. I was I don't like, care I'll fight anymore. without a mouthpiece. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Just stop, stop, you know, uh, s- slowing the fight down with the uh, the mouthpiece thing. So, and it, and it was, and it was right after he dropped you. And so, tw- 20 seconds in the fight, you go down, and, the, and, and you can tell you're, you're in a situation to recover, and I'm sitting here. In my basement watching, because it was also the same time that NCAA tournament was going on, okay, and I'm yeah. a huge basketball fan. Right. And then uh, Major yeah, League Baseball season had started as well, so I had, had three, three TVs. TVs going at the same time, <laughs> and I've got you up on my computer pointing directly at me, and I ain't even paying attention anymore. All right, this shit's yeah, going yeah. on. And I see this, and I go from the end of my couch, and at the I end up like square in front of my computer watching just on pins and needles, just hope and, yeah, and, it, and watching it, you recover it was definitely that oh shit moment like you know i had my family and everybody was at my house watching and and everybody i guess was you know they just oh no <laughs> yeah. like oh shit damn <laughs> like uh it's a pins and needles moment uh i brought out one of my best friends uh this is something i like to do from time to time is i let my friends come and corner me like oh okay, that's, cool. that's so i just brought awesome. out oh, one of my best friends and uh that was his first time ever uh, he's been to a lot of my fights, but he's never. You, it, people don't realize you like when you walk out with the fighter, you feel like you're in that fight. So oh, like yeah. they, he, I rewatched the video and he's walking out with me and he just looks dead fucking nervous. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's so he's like scared, shook. Like and he told me he was afterwards, and uh, yeah, so. Uh, it, it was it was pretty cool. It was a it was a fun time. That's awesome. Now, it, how do you uh, how do you come up with your entrances? Because I know you are like, to my opinion, you're the fucking king. The, the of fucking entrances. king. The There's fucking only one king. guy that's better than me, and if you want to Google him, his name is Ginky Sudo. And uh, I I kind of mastered myself after him. Like I okay. grew up I grew up watching him, and uh, I was like, man, fuck that guy's fucking awesome. You know, he's from Japan. Like he, one time he walked out with a KFC bucket on his head <laughs> that shot flames out of the top. <laughs> I'm like, how do you beat that shit? That's, like, a, that's how I go to bed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, I just, uh, I don't know. I just, I've already got walkouts planned. Like, I, that's awesome. I actually, somebody asked me the other day, well, you know, you've had a ton of fights, blah, blah, blah. When, when are you thinking about retiring? And when I think about retiring, I'm like, I've got at least two more walkouts I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is like, that is very cool because it's it really it keeps the fans in mind because you're giving them a show along right. with the fight. Yeah, yeah. That is uh, a lot of guys would I think probably just think, no I'm here to fight I'm not here right. to entertain um, and all business yeah but <laughs> people did pay money for a seat right hey, give them a show sure do you yeah. have a, do you have a favorite one you've done um. This last one was really fun. That was definitely my, my walking favorite. out with the dinosaur was, was the dinosaur was awesome. That was cool because the way just the way it happened. You know, I walked out. Uh, I beat. I knocked out the knockout artist in the second round. Won the hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. The the big tournament that was going on at the same time as WSU going up coming up to yep. theirs, and I fought on the same night as them. Yep. Uh, so it was uh, it was really cool. Um, and that, that's probably my favorite moment. I still got to get me one of them Caveman 316 shirts. Those are dope. Oh, shit. I should have brought uh, some. Those are but dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are sick as yeah. well. Yeah. 
But that was yeah. if you haven't seen it, if you, if if you have not seen the video of, of David coming out dressed as Stone Cold Steve Austin, and the, and the fact that you looked the part too, you shaved yeah. the head and everything. Yeah. The best part that I noticed though was you had the fucking short jean shorts, <laughs> the short jean shorts and the and the Stone Cold like vest. It was right. fucking sick. And this is the important thing about corners, actually. Okay, because I didn't have the jeans, and my corner was like, I'm not letting you walk out without the jeans. <laughs> like, you gotta get the jeans. Like, so, so when we went to go get the mouthpiece at walmart we also bought some jean shorts yeah. <laughs> did you come out with the two like i actually wanted i just couldn't find any spur oh, that's like, awesome. last minute, like i was like fuck i don't have anything for the knee braces that was, but, that, and that then always, he wins and he delivers a stunner to joe that was fucking great yeah yeah uh so joe's my cornerman and oh uh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I kicked him and stunnered him in the in the ring, and apparently it was an RKO. That's the big debate. Oh no, it wasn't. wasn't. That was the stunner. No, you got to kick him in the stomach first. Yeah, that's what it did. Yeah, Yeah. 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 that's stunner all the way. That's that's like the defining. Right, but I thought that was the difference between a stunner and an RKO. The stunner is like a neck breaker where you stop and sit down, which he stopped and sat down. Okay, but the RKO is face to floor, and the RKO has to come out of nowhere. Don Rickles here, and you're making me look like an asshole. Fit the part, yeah. Bro. So you know the Steve Austin walkout was uh, basically inspired because I grew up on WWF. And sure. And oh yeah. Sure. Like, before there was fighting for me, there was uh, us taking each other into the garage and we actually performing. I remember pedigreeing one of my friends <laughs> directly into the pavement. Oh shit! Oh, shit. <laughs> Thinking that like, oh, this, you know, this is totally they cool. It all like, he'll be all right. Oh yeah. Dude, busted his teeth out. Everything. Oh. Like, was, you know. So, uh, yeah. You oh. know, when your kids like, but the, that's the sort of thing I grew up on was WWE. Then I got into Pride Fighting, uh, which is it, it's it's different in the UFC in the in the aspect of like they're they're. It's entertainment to them. Right. It's not necessarily... We don't want to necessarily watch the best fighter. We want to watch some, the best entertainer the out best there. best Okay. Right? But it's real... You know, they, It's a they traditional real, boxing ring, isn't it? Yeah, they fight in a traditional boxing and, ring. And ridiculously long rounds, too, aren't they? Yeah, they do 10-minute rounds. Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck that. Nah. <laughs> Fuck that. I was telling them when, when I... 10-minute rounds. When I, used to do, when I used to do taekwondo, I did it like 10 years ago with my son... And we came up, and we used you to kicked do, the shit out of him. Didn't I, you? I sure did, man. <laughs> you went Tyreek get... Hill on that fucking kid. <laughs> oh God! Don't even fucking bring that guy up, <laughs> scumbag. Yes, he is. <laughs> I like to think Tyreek Hill went Jeremy Joseph <laughs> on his kid. Is, is the way that I prefer to put oh, that. That's so terrible. But we used uh. to fight two minute rounds, and I mean, after one, I would just be so Smoked. gassed. Yeah, because yeah. we were all padded up. There was no. No consequence for getting hit, so you didn't really. It was just who could kick right, the right. most in two minutes, yeah. and god damn, that's exhausting. Well, and the thing that I noticed, especially, I've, I've sparred before in a cage before, and and it's ten times different than like just striking, because once you're pushed up against the cage and you're working position mm. and stuff like that. Then you get somebody that takes you on the ground and you're trying to, to change position to get into a, a, the ability to either escape or even try to throw in a submission, like, you know, something that sure. David would probably do. It, it drains you 10 times faster. Yeah. Trying to take somebody down who doesn't want to be taken down. Right. right. They right. don't like it. And it's it's hard. And that's what. Eric, where do you do most of your sparring? <laughs> where do I, uh, I do most of my sparring at the Lord's Diner. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's 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 almost got a 500 this is, this record. That's what I got to deal with on a regular basis. Uh, this, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> now, you and I both have a mutual friend, Jared. And yeah, I, was, yeah. I was talking with Jared one day about, we were talking about you, and he told me, he's like, man, he said you guys been friends since like you were kids, and he yep. said back in the day, man, the way it worked is if if you if you were in school and you had beef, like after school, everybody went over to David's house and yep. we just fought. That's what we did. Like, is that have you always been that kind of guy? That's, like, just like I like to fight. You know, when I think back about like everything, like it's it's only right that I became a professional fighter because yeah, that was the like we would literally I had a list we that we would pass around at school. For people to sign up to fight in my backyard. Wow. And we would have 200, 300 people in my backyard. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, because my parents didn't get home till like 5 or 6, right? So yeah. we'd be, you know, we'd have that two-hour gap between 3 o'clock. And, uh, yeah, we'd have two or 300 people. I got arrested once. I got arrested <laughs> because... In the legal ring? For, that's exactly what they said. They said they were arresting me because I, I wasn't paying taxes on us running this uh, uh, illegal boxing <laughs> Oh, scam. my God. I... <laughs> Even though you probably, I'm guessing you weren't charging admission. Huh? No, we weren't charging admission. No. So I, I don't oh. think they had a case. They probably just didn't want you guys fighting. No, that's people a, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they couldn't catch us, so they wanted to scare us. Sure, but, yeah. So uh, yeah, but it was a lot of fun, man. There'd be like, I even fought back there a couple times. Uh, but we do like with the gloves boxing, mm-hmm. and then like anyone who had like real beef would actually fight. You know, sure. no gloves, like yeah, you know, bare knuckles, bare knuckle, just fight. And uh, that's actually how I earned my wife. Really? What? You beat yeah. the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had beef and her fucking attitude, and you said, I ain't going to take this anymore. <laughs> uh, no, I beat up her boyfriend at oh. the time, her current boyfriend. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Ten times better. Yeah. Well. <laughs> That, that, were, yeah, yeah, pretty that's close though. <laughs> very similar. <laughs> very, a lot of times that will lose you a potential <laughs> girlfriend. So. You were so. running a fucking fight club in the back in your backyard. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> we don't talk about that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah right, right. Sorry, my we, bad. Yeah, that's the first. Yeah, first you can't two. Call it really. fight club. <sighs> yeah, I left some shit on the copy machine though. <laughs> uh, so what? What age did you start like seriously training? Uh, I didn't start actually training until um, my senior year of high school. I was almost done with high school. Um, one of my wrestling buddies, because uh, I wrestled a uh, couple years, and then I tore all the ligaments in my ankle, so I stopped wrestling when I was a junior. And uh, he he knew I loved to fight, right? Because mm-hmm. we did, you know, this was during the, this is the same time as the Fight Club, and I got lots of fights at school and and out of school and stuff like that. And he was like, I know you love to fight, blah, 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 but this is like a real gym. You should come check it out. He's like, come up here. And I've never had my ass whipped like that before. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, especially like, this is what I try to tell people. Like, a a lot of us think we're tough until you actually train with a, like, a trained fighter. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you just, it's like playing with a toddler. Like, they just beat the shit out of you. So, uh, I had my ass whipped and, uh. You know, I, I, I think this is a very good trade of mine, but I, instead of going being pissed off about it, I said, I got to learn this. Yes. So I said, shit, they, they whipped my ass. I got to learn what they're doing. Like, right. how did they do this? Right. So I signed up, and um, that was my coach, Andy Zerger. That was 12 years ago now, something like that, 10, 11 years. And in what discipline? Uh, Muay Thai is what I started okay. with. Uh, Muay Thai and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So. Okay. Now, okay. I hear that term a lot, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Is there a difference between that and traditional 
jujitsu, the Japanese. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know. The uh, skin color. As far as I know. It's <laughs> all terrible. As far as I know, one of them's fucking bullshit and the other one's not. Okay. okay. <laughs> because I remember back when, like, like when I don't... this stuff first came out, and I didn't watch a lot of it because, like, a lot of the fights, uh, Gracie was the big guy, but I remember watching a Gracie fight, right. and the whole Nobody thing, even, he was just on his back right. for an hour. There yeah. were no rounds. There was nothing. Yeah. And I was like, did. this is fucking boring. That was, it was boring, <laughs> but he was whipping people's asses. Oh, he was. And no one knew what the fuck he was doing. That no. was the greatest part it. looks like it. he's just laying there. Like, oh, yeah. well, we, they, we've literally never seen this before, and this guy is choking people unconscious with his legs. Yeah, like, or with what? his gi. Right, or with his gi or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, That was the first thing I had to get used to when I started watching some MMA fights was the guy on top isn't necessarily the guy in charge. Yeah. And that, that really, you know, the guy, you can be in control from the bottom. Right, definitely, and, yeah. Uh, I've actually uh, won rounds off of my back from beating people up from my back. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So I was gonna say you're pretty split. You're pretty split down the middle. You've got like seven TKOs, like eight submissions, and then I think seven. I can't remember how many decisions you have, but you're pretty much right down the middle. Yeah, I'm right down the middle. I do a lot more striking now, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm pretty dangerous everywhere. Yeah, which I like to be. Uh, so uh, well, you, you know, can't be one four triangles in a row. Uh, triangle choke is where you squeeze somebody with your legs and they pass out. But uh, I had four of those in a row when I signed up for Bellator. So, oh wow. Yeah, when I got into Bellator League, so uh, you know I haven't used those submissions. I haven't used as many submissions in a while because I've fallen in love with my striking and stand. Yeah, it's more inter- it's more entertaining. I'll be honest, like that's what no. it is. Like punch, and it's more fulfilling. Like when I'm s- smacking you around my fist, like it feels really good. You know what I mean? Like, when I'm smacking you around, that's it, what I tell my wife. I'm like, it just feels really fucking good. I can let all this uh, yeah. aggression and anger out. Yeah, I don't want to clean the house. Right? Yeah. <laughs> How hard is it to stop? Like once you like when the ref stops the fight and you're still in you're you're like in the heat of the moment. You're throwing you're throwing up punches and throwing bows and everything. And um, I don't know. That's never been hard for me. Really? Like it's pretty easy to flip a switch because as soon as the ref turns. That means shit. You won. You won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to party and celebrate. Okay, let's go. Pass me a fucking beer. Now, was there a point when you were training where it became apparent either to you or to somebody else that you've got something that maybe the others just don't? Yeah, you know, I, uh, I think one of the great things about my coach was he never told me that. Uh, He'd give me compliments and stuff like that, and uh, but. I always had, you know, I was I when I started training, I had these small goals. I think this is another part of my success as well. I had small goals. I just wanted to fight. So I started training. I was like, I want to fight. I want to fight. This will be fun. So I fought once, one. Okay? Mm-hmm. Go got the win. I was like, well, shit, I'm going to fight a few more times, get a win. Then I wanted to win a belt. So, I was like, fuck, well, I got to chase this belt. So I just kept training, hard, trying to get this belt. Then I wanted to be the the main event on a poster. Okay. I thought that would be really cool. Yeah, that sure. is cool, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, man, hell yeah, I'll be uh, the main event on the poster. And this is still as an amateur. You right. know, I'm still an amateur at this point, and I, I haven't lost yet. So I'm like 5-0, and 6-0. and I'm like, all right, well, I got this main event status here in, this, in, in the city and got myself on a poster. I was like, all right, goal met. What's next? Um, then it was to go pro. So I, did, I got 12-0 and as an mm-hmm. amateur, uh, and I was like, I want to go pro. I want to try that out. Why not? You know, I haven't lost. Why not, why not try it out? And it was still, like, at this point, I was like, 
not even considering it as a career. Like it just didn't. It, this is really fun. I'm whipping everybody's ass. Yeah, I'm having a good time. I get to party with my friends afterwards, right? Yeah. So uh, I went out, won my first fight uh, as a professional, um, and then kind of set my eyes on. Man, it would be super dope to just fight on TV one time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it would be super cool. Like, yeah. I could always tell my kids about, hey, look, you got the one, I had the one fight on the TV, blah, blah, blah. You know, show her boyfriends and stuff like that, my daughter. <laughs> like, hey, motherfucker. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it was like kind of set, setting small goals, uh, I think, was an important part of my success. Like, yeah, I get so many messages about, from people who, literally messaged me and they're like, I want to be a professional fighter and fight in the UFC. First, fall in love with fighting, dude. Sure. Yeah. First, figure out if you like to get punched in the fucking face for a living. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Like, or, or, or even just for, like, my Saturdays are my favorite day of the whole fucking week and that's just when I go to the gym and Saturdays is fight day. Like, you put on the gloves and we go as hard as we can go. Right. For an hour. You know what I mean? So, those are my favorite days. Like, Cause we bullshit with their friends. I get to punch them in the mouth, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it, like, I love fighting first and foremost. Like, uh, so uh, if you, any, anyone who has this idea that they want to be a professional, like, I'm just going to do this because I want to chase money and, 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 and be a professional fighter. Like, Fall in love with fighting first. It's like Tyson says, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, I mean, anything you want to be successful in, you have to be passionate about. So Yeah. Absolutely. We we see that a lot with stand-up people who think, okay, I've done an open mic now. They think they're going to be Don Rickles. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) They do think that. They think they're going to be Don Rickles over there. To be honest, I thought you were going to be Don Rickles. (laughs) (laughs) Edit that out, Scotty. Uh, no, yeah. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> not gonna do it. So nice. So what's in store for you now? I mean, we've talked about you coming becoming a fighter. So what are you doing now? I know you're I know you're promoting EFC, which is something that you've kind of started. Yeah. Right? And uh I, I is Wichita kind of taking it on? I know you've had a couple of fights uh here in Wichita. Because that's that's where I first saw you fight. I saw yeah. you fight a couple of times. Yeah, at the casino. Yeah. Yeah. So uh how's it going so far? And it's been going good, man. Evolution fighting. Um we're on our we coming up will be our twelfth show in uh August. Um uh, but uh it's it's been good. Uh we get a good there's a good core like MMA lovers mm-hmm. that we can do about fifteen hundred, two thousand out of the casino. Yeah, nerds like me. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. No, and they like they love it. They know the fighters. Like, oh yeah. man, I want to watch Chris Harris. I want to watch Stephen Wynn. Like, it's really cool to see that there's that local support. Um, you know, my idea when I put together Evolution Fighting was that uh, you know I I I I fought on a dirt floor once. <laughs> Fuck. All right. I started fighting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to do something much better than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So At least you didn't have to sweep it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so uh, the idea was like, I want to put on a good quality fight show here in Wichita that the fans can uh, fall in love with as well as the fighters can be proud to be fighting in there. I, you know, I feel like it's a pretty good venue where you, what you've got going on too, doing it at the, the yeah, arena there. Fuck, Bellator was doing shows there right before us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. we kind of filled that void as well. Uh, so people get to come out. We don't, uh, pinch pennies on nothing. Like, uh, I, I wish I could because I'd probably make a little bit of money. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I pinch the pennies, I'd probably make sure. a little bit of money, but 
again, that's just something I'm passionate about. Like, uh, you know, I own car washes. I I, I, I get, knew you did that. I own car washes. I get pretty big checks when I fight. So, uh, you know, EFC is more of a just something I love to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's your passion. Yeah. That's awesome, good. man. Well, and that's great that you can get back. That's, yeah, that that's, that's the best part of it. That's kind of whoops. That's kind of where I was going with this. Is you you you've pretty much created this this uh, love for MMA in, in the Wichita area. Yeah, because at, at one point you were it. Right. You know, for you sure. were you were the guy that everybody knew in MMA and still am. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this guy. No, kick his ass, David. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> but uh, but all I'm saying was you, hey. you you were the representative of Kansas. We'd see you on TV. But the coolest thing in the world was did you have something to to tell Bellator? Hey, let's do a show in Kansas. Let's do a show in no, Mulvane. No, I actually was just like. Uh, ecstatic super head over heels in love with bellator after they they just messaged me and were like hey we want to come to your hometown that's awesome that, that and is, they that's were like do you cool. think that people will come out and support you i go fuck yeah they will yeah. yeah absolutely like i know they will you know what i mean so yeah um that was dope like i miss doing i really do like miss doing shows fighting here at the can star casino because nothing was like walking out into uh the stadium with five thousand people that know who you are screaming right. your name. Oh, that you know what I mean? So like, awesome. <laughs> have that pop oh, it, it would pop too. Pop. It would be, it would oh. be so, it was so crazy, man. And, uh, I really do miss that. Um, you know, when I fight elsewhere, like people still love the, you know, they, they love the, the entertainment, the K-Man gimmick and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. So I get a pretty good pop everywhere else, but nothing's like home. Yeah, yeah. I was. I actually went to uh, back when they had VFC here. Joe fought in it. Joe yeah, Will, Joe Wilkins, Eric Payne. Yeah. yeah, I went to that, and you were there, but you weren't fighting. And I was just, I was kind of disappointed that you weren't fighting. I was like, Rickles is going to be there, and I was like, yeah. oh, shit, he's not yeah, fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens a lot too. Like people always think that I'm fighting. They're like, EFC's coming up. You're fighting, right? And I'm like, no, I own that. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love to fight for myself, but I can't pay myself enough money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and like, uh, and and I don't know. How does that work with the EFC and Bellator? Do, do they have some rules and restrictions that you can't do with EFC that, because Bellator restricts you for anything? Yeah, I, I'm I'm under contract with Bellator, right. so like uh, I'm a contracted employee. Um, I can't fight for anyone else. Well, what I mean, but they they allow you to promote your own, your oh, own right. brand with with yeah. EFC, and you can do whatever the hell, hell yeah. you they, want with they it. They probably don't look yeah, at you as can. a competitor, right? No, well, no probably no. more like a farm system, isn't it? That's that's the goal. Yeah, right? yeah. To, to get I was to where like. That. To get to sure you uh, were, Scotty. <laughs> I'm just to get anyway. to being like a well respected like man. If we pull the champion from this league, mm -hmm. EFC, we're gonna be able to put him right into Bellator, right into UFC, right? Right. So when you get that notoriety, like, and that's the goal. That's the end goal for me. Is like I'd really love to be a feeder for Bellator and UFC. Well, sure. and don't you? I I heard a rumor that there is a uh, one kid that is gonna be on some UFC show or some competition, the contender, series? The contender series. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I actually have no idea if it's rumor or not. Uh, okay, I'm really good friends with him, but uh, Stephen Wynn. Yes. Uh, he's undefeated right here in the city. Oh, not the casino owner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no. If you knew him, let's yeah. Get him on the show. <laughs> He probably uh, knows Don Rickles. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> he could get him in Don here. Rickles yeah. is dead, but still. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I didn't even That's know why that. I thought he'd lost some weight. And they wither away. That's what dead people ghost. tend to do. We all know the that. Ghost, the ghost of Don Rickles. Um, but, yeah, Stephen Wynn, he's undefeated here in the city. He's a super talented uh, featherweight. He's 145 pounds, which is a stacked division. Um, his goal is to go to the UFC, and uh, he, I mean, I would be surprised if he doesn't get a shot soon. Yeah. That's yeah. considered featherweight, and... 
in MMA. One forty-five. Yep. Wow. Because that's uh, I used to watch a lot of boxing, mm-hmm. but over the last 10, 15 years, I've kind of quit. There's too many weight divisions and there's too many belts. Oh, I yeah. feel like too Mayweather kind of killed it too. Well, yeah, there's that too, but I don't think he's coming back to boxing, is he? No, but I'm just saying he made fights just to where he just ran around. It's hard to know. It's hard to know who's really the best in boxing. It, it is, is, right? You know, because they've all got their they got. 32 belts. Yeah. They're 32 time world champions. Yeah. You don't know if they, who they even, the guy that they fought, you've never even heard of. You know what I mean? Like, and there's a weight class like every seven pounds or something. It's, I mean, it starts with what, bantamweight? I am, for boxing, boxing, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's like, yeah, there's a lot of like super flyweight, super super flyweight. Yeah. There's there's guys under 100 pounds. They have their own. How do you look at yourself in the mirror and go, man, I'm going to kick some ass? (laughs) (laughs) Just counting ribs and kicking ass. Yeah. Yeah. uh, And how many other people in the uh, grown men in the world are that size? Not many, not, yeah. not many, let alone ones that, that want to, to fight. A fighter. Right, yeah, most, exactly. Most so, of them are like, I'm going to be a jockey. I always, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say that about uh, heavyweight uh, fighting as well. Like, how many people are 260 pounds? Tons. That, well, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, athletic, athletically <laughs> right. gifted. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, sure. who, how many people are that big and athletically sure, gifted? Yeah. And, and of that percentage, how many didn't go to the NFL? Yeah. Oh, that's mm. a good point. Yeah, there was a time when, you know, boxing was probably the number two sport in this country behind baseball, but it, it was baseball, boxing, and horse racing. But then as football evolved and yeah. horse racing kind of fell out of out of popularity, and then basketball really came on like in the 80s and 90s, and, uh, you know, hockey still around and nobody gives a fuck about <laughs> soccer, but still. <laughs> that's right. That's, right. Uh, it, that's still down at the bottom. Crash but but that's yeah, right. it's... it's uh, I heard somebody say this the other day, and it's such a true statement, that the rest of the world is so lock- lucky that American athletes don't give a fuck about soccer. <laughs> That's true. Because <laughs> right. we Definitely would be true. dominating yeah. the oh, shit for out sure. of it. For sure. For if we sure. had NFL guys playing yeah, soccer, yeah, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> LeBron James playing goalie? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. No, I'd put a shortstop in there. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, he's going to fucking, he's not going to allow anything. I got nowhere else to go with that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's soccer. It, yeah. Exactly. What else can I say? It sucks. Yeah. But, yeah. But not I'm, a big fan. But right. But it's, if it's it, unwatchable, my, my the, the same thing. I would say like you have these guys that are NBA guys and, and baseball guys are these super athletes that if they even were fighters at at a young age, if they stepped into that avenue, right. would they be some of the best fighters of all? Sure. Oh, for sure. And, Absolutely. And there's there's a lot of guys too who they wrestle in high school or even into mm-hmm. college. And it's like, okay, then what, where do you go? Now they've got a place to go yeah. with yeah. that skill if well, they were definitely. really good. I mean, you could go to the Olympics, but you're still amateur when you're wrestling in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to have a job along with that. Now you can actually get paid to be a wrestling style. I mean, usually guys can't be one-dimensional, I know. Yeah. they got to have some striking I'll tell you it. what, the best base, though, is wrestling, period. I mean, because to come out of. If you're a college wrestler... You know what hard work is. You know how to go in the room. Oh, yeah. The the wrestling room is by far the hardest room that I've ever been into as far as workouts go. Uh, and grit and determine like well, you got to cut you got to cut six pounds in, in two days or yeah, I mean, you're yeah. So uh, if we're talking about like some somewhere we'd pull athletes from, it'd be if I could, I'd go right to the wrestling room of every college and I'd pick fighters. Yeah. And I could make them into very very good fighters i mean look at the who's who of ufc 
uh, most fit. I think it's like fifty percent of them were college wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. and and what's amazing with me. It, anytime most people they think those guys that's just brute strength and shit. Those guys are so athletic. Oh, yeah, fucking, fucking so athletic. Nature. They can twist themselves into positions and spring out. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Back in the day, it was so much. I'm fun, safe. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this, then, David. If you could fight anybody, who would it be? And I'm not just. Don't limit yourself to fighters. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> That's right a now. good fucking answer. Right, right now. now. Right now, man. I fucking heard about that story, and like, I, it, I. Well, the the funny thing was, I heard about it by people trying to defend him at first. Yeah. And I was like. Okay, let me look into this story. And this motherfucker would hold the kid's arms backwards and yep. punch him in the fucking chest. Let me punch that dude. Yeah. I'm like, mm, Arms please. down. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you notice on the football field, he wasn't much of a fight starter. No. He wasn't a shit talker. And as with most people who beat up their wives and their kids, he's a fucking coward. Right. Exactly. He's, uh, he, and somebody can hit back. He's not going right. to start shit. Yeah, that's for right. sure. For sure. You're right, though. I mean, that's what it is. They're yeah. mostly cowards, so. We knew that shit was coming whenever, like... second they drafted that receiver, the, the, he's done. No, it was like 10 minutes before. All, me and Derek are sitting here watching the draft the other night, and we're playing poker, and uh, it, it surfaces that he's being suspended from all activities and stuff like that from, for the, the, Chiefs, the, from yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs. And then all of a sudden, the Kansas City Chiefs traded up to get a better pick. And then mm. immediately, and Mel Kuyper's list comes out, and it still says they just need all defensive players, and sure as shit, they draft a wide receiver. Yep. So and you knew it was coming. Now, I have mm-hmm. some, still have some questions about that tape that came out. Um, you know, why don't the poli- didn't the police have that when they were doing their investigation? Sure. Why did you wait until, if you're really concerned for your child, why didn't that come out in the evidence to the cop? Right. Uh, you know, if you're, it, some things about the tape don't, quite it it almost sounds like he's it's edited from a different conversation in there mm. there's something about it that doesn't sound right which i'm sure she was holding the phone she was probably closer to the microphone right right is probably why it sounds probably. like that but you know and i'm not one for just in immediately convicting somebody because they've been accused i i want to hear the results of this investigation but if he is the piece of shit that it right. sounds like he is. For sure, yeah. Gotta go. Yeah, yeah. Then we will sponsor go. a yeah. fight between Dave the Caveman Rickles yes. and Tyreek Hill. Let's that'll set be it the up. only way you <laughs> yeah. can set it up. I'll, I'll just go ahead and pay. You know, I'll pay, I'll pay you know how play. many people would pay money for that pay-per-view to watch? <laughs> oh, my God. God. Yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely. absolutely. There no that's basically way. like bully beatdown. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, there we go. We could do a rendition of that We ourselves. should bring that back. Yeah. I really think we should bring that back. There we go. We could do something like that. Yeah. But... I don't know, man. We we pretty much talked a little bit about about fighting and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, do you have anything personally that's going on that you wanna you wanna talk about that's coming up soon? Um, not really. Uh, you know, um, outside of like fighting and stuff like that. Uh, honestly, what I enjoy most is being a father. Yeah. Uh, I've got a, a baby boy doing it in June. That's awesome, man! Yeah. Congratulations! Congrats. That's yes. awesome. So, uh, yeah, I mean. I own a couple car washes. I outside of fighting, like I stay extremely busy. I'm sure. Uh, I was surprised we were able to get you. That that ain't no shit. I was yeah. really surprised you were able to come in and have a conversation. Yeah, it worked out. It worked out really nicely. Well, I was good. like, oh, Sunday, okay, shoot, I got this going. I I got to go to a birthday party, a bunch of stuff after this. I got to go 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 to my car wash and put up some new signs and stuff like that. So, like I said, I'm busy all the time, but <laughs> um, you know, I I just I 
that's what I enjoy. I enjoy uh, working hard, honestly. Like sure, and when you can see the immediate results of it too, right? That's, right. That's always well. That was that's honestly what made me fall in love with fighting, right? Uh, and wrestling in general it was like okay. I hated team sports. Oh my god, I loved baseball. I loved baseball. Mm-hmm. I loved playing baseball. But guess what? When I lost, when we lost, you put it on you. I was like, no. When I when, no, <laughs> that's no, what I did it. That's when what we I lost. I was like, it's your fucking fault. It's your fault. Your fault. You suck. You suck. You threw bad pitches. So it's all. It's obviously your fault. It was I didn't miss a ball fault. a second. I didn't miss a ball a second. So I I was that guy. Although I had my mistakes, of course, obviously. Which but. makes you the favorite guy on the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. You're yeah. a leader. <laughs> I was not a great leader. But where I could lead was uh, uh, on direct one-on-one sports like wrestling, where, like, accountability is huge. Yeah. Right? So when I lose, I know it's my fault. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right? So that was, like, one of the best things that fighting uh, and wrestling taught me was uh, self-accountability. And you have, what, the most Bellator fights now? Are you number one? Uh, yeah, most most fights and second most wins. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. right up one there. More, one, one more win one away. More, one, one more win away from uh, tying. tying him. Yeah. All right, and it was Pierre uh, uh, Patricio Pimple. That, yeah, that's he actually fights like next weekend, so he'll get one. He, well, if he wins, we'll see. Well, I'm rooting against him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. I would like both of those spots. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. What uh, yeah. what, what weight class is he in though? Uh, he's a 45er. Okay, yeah, yeah, 35. He's he's actually coming up in weight to fight one of the guys that I fought and lost to, um, uh, Michael Chandler. Okay. So yeah, Michael Chandler's a stud, stud wrestler out of, uh, uh, I want to say OSU, um, something like that. Okay. Yeah. So now, obviously, you're you work all the time. I mean, you're you're always staying active, staying physical. But when it comes, you've signed for a fight, and it's time to start training. How far out do you start training uh, for an upcoming fight? N- n- I have enough experience now that it's a little easier so I can cut that gap down. I actually don't like to try. I used to do 12 weeks. Like I was like, I want 12 weeks to get ready. And man, I would just beat my body down. Um, and I would not feel, I, I felt like I, uh, overdid it a little bit. Sure. Like I overtrained. Right. Uh, so now I can get ready in about six weeks, about six weeks. And then, yeah. uh, so how many hours a day then? Uh, t- two or three. Oh really? Yeah, okay. That's not, that's not horrible. Uh, yeah. For that, me, that'd just, be horrible. That's just like, in the... like two or three minutes, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I... Well, Tomorrow. When you're talking about like putting your body through the ringer, um, you can only do so much. Right? Yeah. Right. So if I'm I'm tra- training five six days a week, two or three times a day, I have to let my body heal at some point. Absolutely. Right? So I do as early as I could. I'd be getting up at five a.m. and working out. I'd do an afternoon something light, and then I'd do in the evening. I'd hit it really hard again. Yeah. So that's kind of how I did it for a long time. All weights or weights and cardio both or uh, weights cardio. Um, you know that's the thing about fighting too is like I got to do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I've got to do wrestling. I've got to do my striking. I've got to do hard sparring. Actual fighting days. I've got to do uh, strength and conditioning. I've got to get stronger. I've got to be able to um, move quicker, move faster, agility. So you know I have. Five you, or six different trainers. Good God, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, you're not thinking about it. Yeah, you're absolutely. There's a lot you got to do. Yeah, right. And then I have to do diets on, uh, on top of that say, as well. Like I was going to say, how much so are you I walking around? I had a dietitian as well. Shit, I'm fat right now. I'm like two hundred. <laughs> yeah, I was I'm like, noticing <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, I think we're I think we're a different two hundred, Dave. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, dude, yeah. So check it out though. Uh, I used to cut to 155 pounds, mm-hmm. and there's nothing like. Uh, like constantly fluctuating your body to give you like uh, 
I, I'm, I'm dead serious. Fighters have a, a, that disorder where you see yourself differently than other people. Like, when I look in the mirror, I'm like, I'm fat right now. Oh, I'm, so, I'm like, I feel gross. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so, it's, it's so, so fucking fat. He's I know, so right? But shut, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a weird disorder thing. Right. Like, because I'm used to seeing my body like shredded and ripped. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. So like, when I'm not, I'm like, oh man, I hate this. I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I feel. There's always that. My I have a test. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is my test. Uh, this is when I know when I have to start losing weight. When I brush my teeth. Yeah. If my belly wiggles, <laughs> it's time to start losing weight. Sure. Gee, my belly wiggles when I cough. It's, it's <laughs> been time for me to start for a while now. Uh, yeah, yeah. You just didn't know the cue. You didn't know the cue. <laughs> oh, no, if I, you would have known I, the I belly. Uh, yeah. I, I knew the cue. I just didn't didn't act on it. I've actually got granddad bod. <laughs> 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 so uh, I'm sitting next to him, I'm just like, yeah, you're fat. Let's compare bellies here. I was hanging Bare out bellies. with David uh, last year, this past summer, over at, at Jared's house, and uh, Jared has a pool, and David's like, man, want, fuck, go get in the pool, dude. And I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm sitting here looking at me like I'm just a big ball of shit, and I got a fire. It's like, man, take your shirt off, get in the pool. I'm like, no, I'm cool, yeah. man. I'm, hey, I'm going to just sit here. All cause... I got to say is Roy Nelson. Roy Nelson. Yeah, MMA. big country. Big country. He's got a belly out to here, man. He is a he is super gifted athletically. Like uh, Derek yeah. Lewis, another guy. He's Derek a, Lewis, yeah. exactly. Same exact thing. You know, kind of not not real big. You know, like muscular wise. Like, but you know, I don't know. Chubby, yeah, chubby, and he's a freaking jujitsu specialist. Dad, oh, it, Derek Lewis. Or, no, no, or no, 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 no. Well, Nelson yeah, is. I say Lewis will just he's knock got, a motherfucker yeah, out. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, well, yeah. Nelson will <laughs> knock you the fuck out. He lands that right hand, and you're out cold but right. he is actually oh, he is, a jujitsu specialist right. yeah, he's big fat guy extremely yeah. talented. if you can get that weight to work for you right that's that's the biggest thing if you're you know up around 300 pounds laying down on top of somebody and you oh. don't want to be moved yeah it's it's hard to <laughs> right. move that guy yeah, I mean, sure. it's, it's like Derek fucking his wife a lot like that <laughs> yeah yeah or she can't say no because i'm stronger <laughs> yeah <laughs> More accurately, like when Derek's wife is fucking Derek's. probably, yeah. <laughs> you know she's on top and in control, yeah, all the time, all the time. So, okay, what was it like doing voiceover work with Tom Hanks and Tim Allen? And Tim? <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit, god damn it! Oh no, doesn't work. Yep, cross ah. that one off. All right, favorite favorite caveman, Fred Flintstone or Encino Man? Uh, Fred Flintstone for sure. All right. Should I, I walked out with the Flintstone car? That's what I figured that yeah. was going to be the answer, but I had to, I had to ask. What about I, the Geico guy? Still like still like him better than the Geico guy? I'm just guy? pissed that Geico never sponsored me. Like no, that's actually you're that, right. That, that is no bullshit. Never. That's a good point. Oh now when goodness. you, uh, I'm bitter. I'm bitter about it. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like I've seen some older pictures of you. The beard has been longer. Yeah, I just trimmed up again. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not going to be like I said. Uh, after, until this baby is due, I'm not going to be fighting. Uh, I sent Bellator a note like, hey. Uh, I don't want to fight until after this baby's done. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I shaved up. But did you, you ever find it invasive trying to fight? Did it get in the way? Anybody ever try and grab it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't grab it. That they, they couldn't grab it. It would be illegal. But um, I, I, you know, actually, one of the funny things is in boxing, uh, they used to make they used to require you to trim very short because in they thought. Well, no, they thought uh, that. You could feel the punch and and move and change where your head was at because of the beard. Oh, so huh. they would make people shave all the way down. 
Hmm. So that's why you don't see it in boxing. Um, it's probably bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but there are very specific nerve points on the face. Right. You can spots. feel it. Right. Yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah. Right. 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 But um, yeah. It, uh, I don't know. I just shaved up. We. I've done. Well, you know. Uh, there was a big slogan of like fear the beard for a while for me. Yeah, you know, sure. Like, that was going around for a while. I did t-shirts with that and stuff like that. But uh, I love the beard, but man, sometimes I fucking hate the beard. So well, you can pull it off. Like I, I'm, I'm trying, and I could like the stash part. I don't like it on me. That's why yeah. you fucking so I shaved right it now? off, and I look like I'm on Rumspringer right now. Right? <laughs> like. Well, yeah, like you, I'm gonna get done yeah. and raise a barn. Yeah, like, right. yeah. <laughs> you you do have that look to you. I yeah, no, much. it's you're not wrong. So I think I'm just gonna scrap the whole fucking thing. I gotta leave this part to hide the other yeah, chin. Yeah, yeah. But outside of that, who was the the musician that chewed his band's ass on the bus? Uh, he was a drummer. Uh, uh, wasn't the guy from Def Leppard? No, no, he's he wasn't. He was only doing half the work he should have. Uh, what's um. <laughs> God damn it! I can't think of the guy's name. Where he just—it's a tape, a very famous tape of him from the '60s, just chewing his band's ass. And at one point, he goes in there, and I don't want any more goddamn beards either. This is a fucking three-piece band. This is not the Sons of David softball team. <laughs> this is you my, motherfuckers. Hey, this, for a while, I, it was kind of like a, the Samson. Like I was worried if I cut it, you know, I'd, I'd probably lose or something. Right? right. I'm sure there, is yeah. there a lot of superstition like that in MMA? Like there is in other oh, sports. Oh, lots of fighters have superstitions. Like, yeah. But do, but do you? I don't. Any? I don't fucking believe in. I had one for a while that people hated. What was that? You wore your cup on the ass side. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. Uh, I wouldn't wash my shorts. Oh. oh man. So I would. I'd be there, like warming up in the back, ready for the fight, and like clear the fucking room out. Smack <laughs> out oh man. That's... I'm pretty sure that's why I won by triangle submission. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, You're I'm not even choking. This is just bad. <laughs> I might bring that back. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, guys aren't going to want to grapple with you no. yeah. that way. Uh, okay, so like um, something I've always heard, and I've always wanted to know this. I've, I've heard this rumor. Doing the arm bar on people, uh-huh. I'm assuming you've done it. Yeah. Okay, like there's guys who only wear a cup for that purpose, I've heard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, does that really, I mean, are you really putting that would, much? The cup would help you a lot. It helps a lot with the arm bar. Really, right. it, applies, okay. uh, it applies a hard, you know, like, <laughs> instead of your soft lip dick. Well, <laughs> I only fight hard. Yeah, I, I mean, depending how aroused you are. Yes. I, right. I take Viagra every two hours. <laughs> yeah, I fight hard I just, and naked. Those are the only two ways I go. Uh, the, Why I haven't been asked to do Bellator. Yeah, <laughs> the cup, the cup definitely helps though. Uh, it just gives it a pressure point, right? So it's pushing the cup, okay. pushing into your elbow, right? Right, and allows you to. So break, it really does. You could, okay, you could break the arm pretty easy. Is that a requirement? Yeah, do you have to work up for? Yeah, you do. And I've uh, there's a actually, you know, I, I fucked up my mouthpiece this one fight, and then I I uh, walked out for one of my fights here at the Kansas Star, and the dude's like patting me down, pats me on the dick, and I'm like, I'm not wearing a cup. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. But he he looks me in the eyes, he's like you're good. I'm like. I'm good. Whatever. Let's go. Like, I'm not going to fucking go back to the room now yeah. that I walked out. You know, I already I mean? had like, my entrance. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't redo my entrance now. So. No, yeah. Everybody in Kansas would be like, what the fuck? Where is he going? And this has actually happened before. And uh, shout out to my teammate, Cody Carrillo. Uh, he, he, he had fought that. This is earlier in my career. He had fought earlier that night. And I walked out without my cup. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm not wearing a cup. He pulled his cup out. <laughs> oh wow! Just gave it to. Oh me. wow! 
Nice you guys are the same size. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's sizing you up in the locker room yeah. like, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. work. Yeah, I don't both. want to get too close to those fucking shorts, but... <laughs> oh, jeez. Let's you're, my size. Your, uh, last, your last fight here, you said something happened with, uh, with your car. Oh, shit. Yeah, the EFC, last EFC here. I have a 69 Nova, beautiful vehicle. Um, and uh, just got it wrapped by Big Corner and uh, Creative, whatever. What is it called? Big, Big Corner, Corner Creative. Creative. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, and uh, so I just get it wrapped. I uh, just bought it this year after my one of my last fights. Yeah, I saw it on uh, Facebook. It's sweet. I had a Nova when I was a kid. Got it uh, matte black with a, a cheetah print stripes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I fucking love it. But um, I had one when I was a kid. Always wanted one. So I'm I'm in love with this vehicle, right? And um, I this is the be- this is the be- actually the best part about it. Uh, I was parked in the the parking lot of the casino, and I was like, "Fuck! I don't want anyone to fuck with my car." So I'm going to bring it back into the security gates, right, where where only employees can be. So I park my car back there, park it away from everybody else even. And sure enough, one of the employees that we hire to, to run the lights there backs into it with a damn truck. Uh. Crush, crushes the hood and the, and the grill and all that. And, um, oh, that's rough. I, yeah, they, I, I just got a, I got a uh, text like, hey, something bad happened. <laughs> Oh yeah! No. Imagine being that guy. You hit a professional fighter's fucking car. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, we employ these people, and the, you know the 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 guy that we talked to, Doug, that runs the whole thing. He wasn't the one that did it, but it was one of his employees. And uh, um, I guess dude was like literally shaking. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> scared like, and was like, "Hey, uh, something happened." <laughs> yeah, I'd have pissed myself. Like, oh, uh, fuck. Like, I really, yeah, so he was, like, really nervous to tell his boss, and then his boss was even more nervous to tell, to, to tell me. Yeah. Yeah. But, I'm, you know, I'm cool as long as they, I knew they were going to pay for it, so I wasn't too pissed off. I was going to say, it's yeah. getting fixed, right? Right, it's getting fixed, okay. yeah. All right, then I'm, I'm good. Yep. Now, the, the restoring of it, other than, you know, having it wrapped, have you done any of the work yourself, or uh, have you been having it? Me and my dad are going to work on the engine. Um, okay. We want to... Um, Make it into a 396 uh, and, uh, you know, change the carburetor. Like, I just bought a new Holly carburetor for it and some other stuff like that. Uh, it was. It kind of goes like this. Like, um, I love cars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad is actually the one who knows how to do all that shit. Right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't honestly give a fuck about it. Right? <laughs> like, but he loves to work on cars. Like, we, I, I, I take his car out. Uh, he has a... a uh, a Ford that we take out to the the drag strip and race and stuff like that. It runs like eleven and a half seconds or something. Okay, I didn't that's know that. Wow. Damn fast. I didn't yeah. know that. That's yeah. yeah. That's pretty damn fast. That's pretty damn fast. Uh, so um, yeah, we go out there. Um, Jeremy, what's your Volvo run? Oh, it it runs somewhere up in the mid twenty sixes. But I still like to take it out there to yeah. the strip. And yeah, hell yeah. Light it up. I light it up. I, yeah. I got a Volvo station wagon, and uh, yeah, it's got the five cylinder turbocharged. Nice. <laughs> Sunroof, everything, uh, leather seats, all wheel drive it, station it is, wagon. It is the closest thing that I. Most people, if I just describe them that part, they're going to be like, okay, that's a midlife crisis right there. <laughs> yeah, it's a Volvo station wagon. So you know, I'm. I, I had my wife at one point fooled that I was a, a man, and, <laughs> you know, and I have been saved so many times, like with working on cars with the whole, 
Oh, cars are so goddamn computerized these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't work on them, which is why I've never even brought up the idea of getting a classic car and fixing it up because then she would expect me to know how to do that exactly. shit. Right, right. Because I may have let on that I might know how to do some of that shit. Or at least I talk a big game. Now, yeah. yeah I, I still can, have the expectation now. Yes. And, <laughs> and I don't know why I've let her down on everything else in my life. Uh, so I don't <laughs> know why she would expect anything great from me now. Yeah. But. Now you have the cheetah print. She's on the holding car. out hope. She's holding she, out hope. She is. I, uh, One of these days, I hope he grows up. <laughs> you have the cheetah print on the Nova. Uh, yeah. Do you still have the cheetah suit? Huh? Hell yeah! I got yeah. the cheetah suit. When do you man. when do you rock the cheetah suit? Um, you know I've rocked it for like little parties here and there. And stuff okay, like that, but yeah, I remember that. Video Whenever you I'm put feeling like being hella extra, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is like quite a bit, honestly. Like, <laughs> I imagine you had that made. Yeah, I had it custom made. Yeah, like, I had to go to like 20 different people. I was like, can you uh, custom make a leopard print suit? <laughs> and so many people were like, no. <laughs> Why the fuck would we even do that? Right? <laughs> Why the fuck not? Yeah. That's yeah. actually the same same kind of story with the the dinosaur, uh, the animatronic dinosaur. Like we, me and my buddies were we we were getting drunk. I lived in Manhattan at this time. We were just getting drunk and uh, watching random uh, YouTube videos, uh, streaming them up with the com Chromecast or whatever on the TV. And we came across that animatronic dinosaur. Like it was like a prank. They were like trying to scare people with it. Yeah. And we were like blitzed. And we uh, <laughs> we sent them an email like, ha, you know, it was like ha ha ha. That your your pranks are really funny. But if you want to get some real views, let let the dinosaur walk out with me for my fight. I'm David Rickles, Bellator fighter. This and that. We didn't expect anybody to ever message no. us back. <laughs> and they were like, we'll do it. And I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> So that's like, how what? that happened. That's fucking how that went down. Like <laughs> we just like couldn't believe that they would actually fucking do it. And they were like, "We'll do it. Uh, just cover us bringing the the dinosaur out there, right? We we don't need an extravagant price. We just need to get the dinosaur out there to yeah. to to Florida." And that was how it went down. Holy that's shit! That's great. Awesome. Yeah. Shit. Like ninety percent of my walkouts are like spur of the fucking moment, like <laughs> shit that just happened. Like just trying to be a dumbass. So. Well, then, but I imagine they're probably looking for anything to add entertainment value to it. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. I, I mean, gotta love it. Yeah. Shit. They well, got, yeah, and that's that's one of those things they can't predict. Fight might be over in thirty seconds. Right. And so, yeah, you got to have people entertained right. as much as you can. Oh, for sure. Slow yeah. walk your ass down to the ring as slow as you want to, and put on a show, buddy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they coined me the show before the show. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Rickles is the show. Yeah, you should the drop show. this caveman nonsense. <laughs> like that. Yeah, the show before the show. Yep. Well, man, I know, I know, we're getting up on time. We know you're a busy guy, uh, and so I, I know you got to run. But and man, we do appreciate this, and I hope this isn't distasteful of me to do. But uh -oh. we are sports memorabilia collectors. <laughs> um, <laughs> Would you mind signing my nunchucks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I'll look look at that shit. That's so badass. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I've ever done this. Really? That's know. fucking great. It was either that or a samurai sword. We told him nunchucks. Yeah, I've, got that, sure. I've got that out in the car. <laughs> I just want you to get pulled over, Jeremy. <laughs> 
think they're illegal. Where are you going with a samurai sword, sir? <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> when you see Randy Jackson, you you're not gonna <laughs> not get his autograph. Oh yeah, this is getting displayed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very better, much. Better be here. Yes. But anyways, no, no I'm not. Okay, fine. But anyways, man, thank you very, very much. We do appreciate it. We're all fans of you, and especially being from the Wichita area, yes. it's, it's he, awesome. Even if I'm not do. Don Rickles? He, uh, not as much, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. But anyways, guys, uh, thank you again to yes. David, the Caveman Rickles. We really do appreciate it. All of you guys out there, we're going to put this video up on our uh, YouTube channel, which is Unfiltered Sportscast. We'll also put it up on our Facebook page, and we'll send it to Dave, too, if you cool. want to put it up on yes. yours. Yeah, for sure. Uh, ours is the Unfiltered Sportscast. What's yours there, David? Um, um, basically, everything is at the Caveman 316. There you go. There you go. So we'll send it to him. If he wants to put it up, he can. Uh, but, guys, until next time, we always like to say tell your friends, tell your family, and if you don't like us... Tell your enemies. That's exactly right. And uh, until next time... Take that filter off and make it dirty. We'll see you later. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>